0: Live. From Gary O'Neill Studios in Baltimore. Okay. you are listening to the Sea Plan Show. Gary O'Neill. All right, here you go. As I get a little older, I realize life is perspective. I come from a generation of pain, will murder his minor Rebellious and more jealous, a chip you for designer Belt buckles and cloud overzealous and prone to violence Make the wrong turn, be your will of the will alignment Residue burn, mist of the inner city Miscommunication to keep homo detector busy No protection is risky, Desensitized to vandalize pain Covered up and camouflage, get used to hearing arsenal rain. Analyze, risk your life, take the charge Homies don't your baby mama, once you hit the yard, that's culture. 23 hour lockdown, then somebody called, said your little nephew was shot down. The culture's involved, I done seen Do 17. Hit the halfway house, get out and get his blown out. Looking to buy some car washes played out. New gold, fummy accounts are proceed. A brand new victim, a shatter those dreams The culture. What's up, everybody? What's up? Happy party! Yeah! Woo! What's up, everybody? What's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Seat Plan Do Show with me, professional mindset coach, business coach, your favorite coach, Mr. Gary O'Neill Jr. And as always, when you see me out here grabbing your your favorite summertime meal. When you see me out here with the, my favorite summertime meal, please don't forget the junior. Shout out to Pops. And we have yet another Power Pack podcast episode here on the c plan Do Show, season five, episode 14, entitled Memento Mori. And I'll talk about what that means in a little bit. And so the overview is that, guess what? Today, we're going to talk about Ozark, the series finale, right? We're going to talk about Kevin Samuels passing. And also, our entry of the evening and our stunning realization that we're going to die. And how we can live a life worth living memento mori all right so my let me get to my shout outs my day one a one listeners thank you thank you thank you you don't know how much i appreciate you guys chiming in let me know how you felt about each and every episode my my first time listeners or watchers i appreciate the universe bringing you to me bringing this information to you My people that are inside of the U.S., outside of the U.S., you're watching this, you're listening to this, no matter where you are in the world, you took a moment out of your life that is fleeting. And you're deciding to say, hey, you know, I'm going to check out this episode. I'm going to listen to this guy and I appreciate that. All right. So can we get to our. C plan do. Moment of the week sponsored by Heart Savers, Maryland. So right after a brief word from our sponsors, we'll get right to it. Are you looking to get certified in CPR, first aid, or other life-saving skills? Heartsaver's Maryland is your premier CPR training facility. Individual and classroom sessions available. Schedule your training at heartsaversmd.com. Each second counts. Get trained today. All right, you'll see plan to you moment of the week is entitled Life Hacks. Guess what I came across? You know, I love life hacks. I, I don't know what you I don't know about you guys, but I love checking out different life hacks. And so here is uh, I got four that, you know, just one of the last couple of days I checked out and just let me know how you feel about them. Number one, if you put something down, I, I, I left this one. Say it out loud so that way you can remember it. so let's say that you put the remote on on top of the you know the steps or something like that or you put it somewhere you're like, I am putting the remote on the couch. I am putting my keys on the table. I am putting my forty dollars on the nightstand <laughs> so if you <laughs> if you put something down say it out loud. It'll help trigger a memory of it. So that way you don't lose it. Okay. All right. Number two, which I really, man, that should have been probably number one, number two, pet your animal just for a moment. When you get home, you just randomly just pet your animal. You know, you really got to think we have so many things happening in our world, work, children, career, uh, goals, working out all these different things that you're, you're thinking. And you got to think that our pets are animals that we're their world. So just, you know, when you get a chance, go ahead and just pet them, rub them, you know, just spend a little time. All right. Number three, are you having trouble making a decision? Well, first, why have you not been listening to this show? What's wrong with you? But guess what? If you're having trouble, they say to flip a coin. And so flip that coin. And while you're waiting to get the result, your mind will automatically uh, start thinking or start filling out, uh, what it really wants. So if you flip a coin, cause you're like, Hey, do I want to eat this or eat that you flip it? They're saying that in that time frame, you're already like, Oh, I hope it's going to be this. That's pretty cool. So try that. And number four, which, mm, I, you guys may have to go back and listen to this one again. Don't take criticism from someone you would not take advice from geez come on Gary don't take criticism from someone you would not take advice from wow all right well those are your four life hacks that I have guess what if you have a life hack let me know put it in the comment section let me know so that way you know we can share and communicate I love life hacks I love them I just mm, I just love just learning something like that. Even on TikTok, just learning that, hey, you can toss your dishwasher pod in the actual bottom of your dishwasher rack. You know, uh, even not even realizing that your dishwasher, your top rack has like a different levels. If you don't believe me, go check it out Um, that if you need to lower it or, or raise it, it's there. I'll check. I was like, oh, snap. I didn't even know that. All right. So life hacks. I love them. All right. Let's move on to our Greenlight entertainment song of the week uh guys at the bottom if you're watching this on youtube you can check out the playlist i post all of the different songs whether it's the intro song whether it's the song of the week so that way you can follow along catch these vibes guys all right it's also going to be detailed so right after a brief commercial word for one of my favorite sponsors we're going to get right to it Having a wedding, birthday party, or other social or corporate event? Contact Greenlight Entertainment today with our experienced DJs, quality sound, and professional service. We look to make your event the event. Check us out on the web at www.greenlightentertain.com. With Greenlight Entertainment, you have the green light. Baby. Mm. Time, fun. oh baby i don't guys, you can always let me know of a song that you're feeling. I get I get those messages. If it's a song that you have, um, if you're listening to something you're like, you know what, share it, let me know. Share it with me. If it's fire like that, guess what? I'm going to post it on the show. If it's not, I'm just going to just delete you. See, it works. All right. So just check it out. All right. But hopefully you guys like the different songs, the different varieties. I go from hip hop, R&B, rock, pop, reggae, just a whole bunch of different stuff, you know? And so I just, that's just what I might be feeling at the time. Okay. So can we get to our appetizer of the week? And it's actually a twofer for your appetizer and your appetizer is sponsored by rising star occasions and designs guys. There are a lot of events happening right now while, you know, we're back out here. We're back out here in these streets. So if you are looking to have your event, and we're talking about events, your weddings, your birthday parties, your social events, any type of event that you're having, and you need it decorated, take the load off. You don't have to go decorate it. Take the load off, right? And what you're going to do, you want to decorate it to the max? You want to put your feet up and chill? Check out Rising Star Occasion Designs. They'll take care of all of it. They'll come in and they'll make sure that they are taking care and being able to fulfill, not only meet your needs, not only meet your expectations, but they're looking to exceed them. All right. So you need a decorator for your event. Please call Rising Star Cases and Designs. Call them at 443-529-2426. That number again is 443 529-2426 all right you can also check them out on the online on all social media platforms whether it's rising star occasions and designs or rising star occasions on instagram as well as facebook all right and when you get there tell them big g sent you and don't forget my invite to your party all right let's get to our two-piece appetizer Ooh, look at that all right so Let me get to the one that really irritated the heck out of me, man. Ozark. Now, before I say this, before I get into it, there does contain spoilers. So I know some of you guys, I try to be conscious that it's a lot of people like myself who have already watched it. And there are some people who have not watched it. Right. So I try to be mindful about what I say, but also still taking care of people who already watched who want to talk about it. All right, so there is a slight amount of spoilers. So just if you don't want to hear this part, guess what? You can fast forward on to the next part. Okay. That's why I time coded for you guys. Okay. That's why I time coded. All right. So Ozark. I hated the god dang ending. Yo, I hated it. It the ending is not there. As far as Game of Thrones ending, which I despised, but I hated it. I hated the ending. I hated that I feel that though it was incredibly rushed. I don't know what the writers were thinking, but I didn't get a payoff. Now, you know that if you're a fan of Ozark, like I am, you know that hey, man, we're locked in. You know, we're watching it. It's slow. It, It does have its adventurous stuff in the middle, you know, but for the most part, man it's a, it's a slow simmer, right? You know, you get a lot of drama in it, you know, you start like, okay, good. But for the most part, uh, you know, when it starts getting filled with drama, you're there, but to not have that payoff man, and then end like that, you know, it just was just, I just didn't like it. I just didn't like the ending. You know, uh, if you're watching it and you've listened to it at this point, you know, it's about to be spoilers, Ruth getting shot like that. I All right, here's the thing. Ruth should have got shot. She just killed a cartel, head of a cartel. She should have got shot. Navarro getting killed like that. I feel like that could have happened in season five. They should have let it go one more season, season five, right? Javi getting killed early, like that shouldn't have happened, right? Ruth and Darlene getting killed. That should have been a season five. If we're going to end the series... Those things could have happened then, but just walking up, bang, bang. He kills them. Like it's felt like a lot of people were dying very quickly within like moments. And I'm like, Oh, what is going on here? And I just felt as though the birds from the get go just seemed to be incredibly untouchable. And it started irritating me because it was like, I love Jason Bateman in this. like Jason Bateman killed it. I was like, and I need to have that level of patience, but I just feel as though, you know, they outside of Ben dying for real. Like they didn't really suffer that big a loss and okay. Buddy died, Ben died, but like something should have happened to one of the major players because too many things happened and they could have pointed at the birds. Like even, um, the girl who snitched on Ruth, when they asked, Hey, was anybody else around? Why didn't she say the birds were there? Right. But it just was extremely rushed, man. And I just don't like it. Like those different big, huge things, like people dying like that, like that should have just been like season five. I don't know why they had to end it on season four, but I just didn't like it, man. I appreciated the series. I thought it was very original. I enjoyed it, but there wasn't a big payoff for me with the, with at the end, man. Like everything just seemed to be just like in the air. I'm like, all right, well, if this leads into season five, that works. But it looks like that's it. So I didn't I wasn't a fan of the season ending. So let me know how you guys felt about it. You know, as always, it's just a constant conversation. All right. Now let's get to our second part. Um, Kevin Samuels passed. Um, so, of course, you know, thoughts and prayers to his family. You know, anybody that was closely directed to him, anybody who felt extremely influenced by this man. But Kevin Samuels passed, 56 years old, very young. Um, There has been, if you've been watching on social media platforms, there's been a lot of polarizing thoughts about Kevin Samuels. Now, as a person who likes to make sure that I am fully vested or fully aware of what someone is saying. I will simply say to people who liked them and people who didn't like them, you're partly right. You know, I think that in the business of being um, a person that is offering consulting, talking to people and you're out here in the, in social media, you know, you do have to do certain things. You know, if that wasn't true, then we wouldn't have a lot of the reality shows where they're constantly fighting. We wouldn't have a lot of drama filled reality shows. It wouldn't be a thing. Right. But it's constant drama, constant gossip, constant messiness. And so I think that people that were for Kevin Samuels, I will say that I can understand their perspective. That here's a person who there were unrealistic expectations, both on men and women. See, that's the one thing I didn't like is that some people just made it seem like he only talked about women, but he definitely got into uh, a lot of men as far as getting on men. And it just seems to be like I'm not a fan of people just regurgitating, you know, rehashed thoughts like come up with your own thoughts. So the uh, so for people to appreciate him holding people accountable and may and and I will agree that his tact may not have been the best unfortunately you know that tact or that approach is what got him all 1.4 million people I don't have that same tact and I, I i'm I'm gonna be I'm good with where I am but I also understand that if I was to start talking like that. And I was to start to have controversial ideas that it would be a lot more people watching or listening. And that's unfortunate, you know, but for the most part, um, I think that if you liked them or you didn't like them, if you, you know, your views, you're partly right. I think that for some people he was a person that was addressing or confronting sometimes the unrealistic expectations of people that some people, thought that hey, I could just not focus on myself, not be better, not to make a make a certain amount of money. And with that being said, I I think that I equally should have it all in a person. I I don't have a lot of money. I my living arrangement may not be the best, whatever. But I think that the expectation I hope for somebody else is far greater than I have for myself. And I and I did appreciate that at times, you know, I, I thought it was entertaining. I thought that, you know, he did address that. Now that's, so I get people who liked him. I also get people who did not like him. Again, I did not like his tact. I think that, you know, he was pretty abrasive. I think that some of the things he said was completely wrong. And I think that he, you don't have to tear down people in order to hold people accountable. So one of the last things he said was that a, if you're 35 and you have kids, you know, pretty much like you're, you're going to be disregarded, you know? And I just think that's wrong. I think that there are a lot of beautiful people out here who are mid thirties, forties, whatever, and they may have kids. And guess what? At the end of the day, how you feel, you know, you, you are deserving of love regardless of your status, so I think that that was wrong for him to say that. I think that there are some other things that were wrong and you don't have to tear people down to, to hold them accountable. I think that people who watch the show, I think I will say that some people probably got little snippets and they're like, oh, I don't like them and not really diving in. Because I think that he did have some some things that I have said myself. But I think that. Yeah, if people were offended by him, you you got that. I think that tearing people down is not a way to go about it. But unfortunately in show business, you know, we go with what works and clearly, you know, having, you know, almost 2 million followers and getting to the height of his career. You know, I mean, he's getting listeners every night. You know, I think that, you know, we see what works and it worked for him the same way that reality shows they know what they have to do. They have a blueprint. They have a blueprint on what they're going to do. They're going to put people in the same room that don't like each other. They're going to fight drama, etc. So I, I can't say that somehow he was just this whole different person when realistically we know that that's what sells. And maybe we need to take a time and look at ourselves and say, why is that so prevalent? Why is that so uh, glamorized? Why are we so full and ready to look at stuff like that? And, and then it creates more people because he's not the only person. It's a lot of people before him, actually, that really had some really disgusting views. And I'm sitting there like, why are people watching these people? So I think that if you liked him for what he talked about and what you felt as though he brought to the table, cool. If you did not like him, that's also cool. And I think that each component has a right to feel how they want to feel. Now, what I will say is I think it is weird to celebrate a person's death. I think that it's okay to not, it's okay to not mourn somebody. I mean, you know, it's okay. You don't have to get into that. You don't know this person. They didn't know you. You didn't particularly like them. I'm not saying, you know, it's okay for you not to actively want, you know, to speak highly on them. But I do think it's weird that some people were really like celebrating it. And I think that that's it. If somebody I doesn't, I don't like particularly somebody I don't like passes, I'm not going to be out here dancing in the streets. I'm just going to just say, well, you know, I hope they find peace, you know, but I also can, you know, I, I don't think I just, you know, I just, it's, I think that when we look at people like that, I think that when we get those extreme views, cause guess what? He's not the only one. Okay. He's not the only one. Like we have given people, Um, Some of these companies have given people $100 million To have very skewed views So Do I like That people tear people down? No You won't get that on this show So hopefully I can get to 2 million views Without having to do stuff like that I won't do stuff like that I'll just just end the season um, Before I do that But I think that both People are partly right And I don't think that if you were offended by him, it doesn't mean that you didn't listen to him or that you don't care. And I think that if you did appreciate some of the perspective that he had, I don't think that you're wrong either. So, you know, maybe this is just a time that for anything that we just take time to reflect on, you know, hey, what did we like? Or, you know, what kind of legacy are we going to leave? What kind of legacy we're going to live on, you know, leave behind to people? I, I do. I, I will say that i if it is my when it's my time to go not if because with season five episode 14 memento mori that i hope that i'm celebrated more than i am i hope that my life is celebrated and people can go back and reflect on some of the things that i've said or some of the things that i've done or how i've made people feel as opposed to you know people happy that i'm gone Okay, and I hope that just applies to you. Sometimes we can take global things and say, how does this affect me? Kevin Samuels passing is is sad. Anybody passing is sad, but it does not direct directly influence me personally one way or the other. So, you know, but I see people getting into severely heated debates about it. And it's understandable. You know, a polarizing person making polarizing statements that may affect person or not that a it sound like his his tactic worked you know so i think it speaks more to us than anything else all right but rest in peace to him and rest in peace to anybody who passed you know but i do believe that whatever side of the coin you took you're partly right okay all right so that was my appetizer osark yo i just I, i i listen man i i appreciate good writing and I am do not again, do not like how Ozark ended and Kevin Samuels. You're partly right. All right. So there's your appetizer sponsored again by Rising Star Cations and Designs. Hey, call them. Call them up. Get you. Take a load off. You don't have to go out there and go to the store and buy everything. Four, four, three, five, two, nine, two, four, two, six. Call Patricia up. Tell them Big G sent you. All right. So let's get to our entree. Season five, episode 14 of the Sea plan You Show, five seasons in. We're more than halfway done with this season. Memento Mori. All right. So let's talk about it. So Memento Mori, for those of you guys who don't know, is Latin for a simple phrase. Remember, you will die or you must die. But remember, you will die. And I know you probably like if some of you guys probably like, whoa, 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 girl, you're a life coach. Why are you speaking on that? And the reason why uh, and we'll get to that in a minute. But it is Latin for remember, you must die. It goes back all the way back to Socrates in that era. And when we talk about remember, you must die. Memento mori. It is just simply for this episode, just highlighting. that. While we are aware, I don't know if you remember, but, you know, we're on a big, huge time clock. And that we're dying each moment. We're not getting that moment back. Okay, And just simply highlighting memento more and just remembering that. How can we talk about you having a life worth living? All right. So here's a couple of thoughts that I had as far as time and or life. We have had, or we have, and some, and sometimes I've seen it. We have such a dispassionate approach to life. Oh, life is this, life is that. Oh, by humbug! And that's crazy, considering we only apparently only get one. We only get one. I've seen people covet Pokemon cards with such a higher regard than some people value life, and. we have such a, a, you know, a a lack of passion, passion behind it. We also, we disrespect time. That when we disrespect time, how do we disrespect the guy? We waste it. We waste the hell out of time. We kill it. We kill time. We disregard it. We put things that can happen now on on the back burner when things should be happening now. So when we talk about memento mori, it isn't some type of dark fixation on death because if you looked it up, you might see some people that are really involved in it. But Memento Mori simply saying, hey, remember, you're going to die isn't about being fixated on death. Now, guess what? I was going to have Memento Mori be the last episode of the season, but I said, well, that would sort of go against Memento Mori and I should be doing this now, right? But Memento, remember that Memento Mori Isn't about being so fixated on death, like, oh, it's dark and what's the point and stuff like that. That's not, that's definitely, you know, that's not what we do here on the show. It just means that we should have an increased sense of passion, an increased sense of meaning for our life. Because remember, you will die. That death is 100 and oh is undefeated I will die you will die everyone you know will eventually die so with that being said we can be free and understanding that hey where there is an end game we don't know how it's going to happen but there is an end game we know what happens in the end and so how can we start living a life worth living now and guess what guys? Sometimes I used to have five things. I would have 10 things. I only have two. I honestly only have two as I sat and thought about this show. Two critical things. Three. Sorry, I'm going to add another one. I got three. Three critical things. Three. Three, three, three. I was going to just do two, but I have three because I like the third thought that I had. And I was contemplating back and forth. But three critical things. That I want to highlight to you on how we can live a life worth living. Because remember, you're going to die. The first thing is. Ask yourself. What is important to me? Too often, guys, we get caught up in the mundane stuff. We get caught up in the bullshit We get caught up in the irrelevant things that can distract us from our lives. We get distracted on who said this and what opinions I believe or I don't agree with. We that or or we care about people, and it's not to say we can't care about people, but we care we get so fixated on opinions that don't mean a damn. And we get fixated on people who will never bear any influence. On your life, we get caught up in things that don't add any value to your life. So, what I want you to do is ask yourself take a piece of paper out, take your phone out, and jot down the critical things that are important to you. What is important to me? When I thought about this question, I said, What is important to me? My kids. My kids are extremely important to me, my community, my family. Those, those are extremely important to me. So when you jot down what's important to you, then guess what guys just start living in that purpose, living in your purpose. See, we get caught up, man. Your favorite life coach is not not exempt from that. Do you know how many books I should have written by now that I am starting now? Because those things are important to me. Being able to connect with you, being able to get out what I think is important to me. So while I will always still binge watch movies and, and, and enjoy experiences, that is important to me. So I should be living in that. I should be moving and adjusting and making my life defined by those things that I find important. So number one is just asking yourself, taking a moment and asking yourself, yo, what is important to me? And am I, am I doing maximum? Am I providing maximum effort to those things that I find important to me? And I offer that you should too. So that's number one. What is important to me? Number two, ask yourself look in the mirror. If you're walking around and you might have me on speakers, speakers on 10 right now. Hey, right? You might be walking around. You might got me in your headphones. All right. Hopefully I'm coming in clear. My mic sounds nice. I want you to ask yourself if you can get to a mirror, look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, am I living? right now now if you say yes my heart is pumping blood i am breathing my brain has activity and i can think coherent thoughts sure yes but we know we're not talking about the literal mean of you living a lot of people guys are scared of dying but i want you to ask yourself is the life that I'm living right now, any different than being dead? Is the life that I'm living right now, any different than being dead? So I ask you, it, it is your life, are you living life right now? Yo, go on that vacation, go on multiple vacations. Make that scary-ass decision. Remember that decision that you like, I'm afraid of? Go make it. Venture out and pursue your goals and your dreams and your passions, yo. Go get them. Be merry. Live. Have fun. Laugh hard as hell. Enjoy life. Are you living right now? Go ahead. You can check your pulse. Yeah, I'm alive. But am I living right now? Don't let your fear keep you down. Remember, when you ask yourself, is the life that I'm living right now, is it any different than being dead? Go do what you want to do. Go live that life that you want to live. Go live within your passions. That's how we know we're alive. You ever go bungee jumping or you ever get on a roller coaster or you ever do something that's very thrilling? You know what happens? You feel alive, baby. So go do that. Go live your life. Don't don't think that, oh, life is hard and difficult. That is not true. Are there instances in our life that may be difficult? Absolutely. Have we also sometimes created things that are make our life difficult? Yes. Are there things outside of our control that make life at times hard and difficult? Absolutely. But life, totality of life, being hard and difficult, I cannot adopt that mentality. I can't. Not when I smiled and cried laughing and enjoyed my life. I enjoy my life. And, and even with this episode, I understand, hey, with memento mori, I got to do more because I got to live those things. I got to live. And number three. So remember, number as we recap, number one, what is important to me? Ask yourself that. Number two, ask yourself, am I living right now? You mean you can't tell me that there are dreams and goals that are on the table for you. And you mean to tell me knowing that right now you're going to die. That we just going to leave them on the table. Hell no. Hell no. That you mean to tell me that you want to go travel, that you want to go to Hawaii, you want to go to Paris You want to go to a concert. You mean to tell me that you want to own a nice vehicle. You mean to tell me that you want to live in a nice house, that you want to date more, that you want to look a certain way. You want to lose weight. You want to work out. And you mean to tell me, knowing right now that in your life, that you're going to die one day, that we don't have the giddy up, that we don't have The fortitude to say, yo, let me go get this. If right now your doctor told you, hey, I'm sorry to tell you, you only have a couple of months to live. What would you do? If your doctor told you that and our doctors told us that since the day you came out the womb. We have an expiration date. Memento mori. Remember. You're going to die. Number three, what would you regret on your deathbed? That right now you are, I want you to, and and Les Brown said this masterfully, that right now I want you to imagine that you are on your deathbed. And I want you to think about you laying on your deathbed and you're surrounded by the ghosts of your unfulfilled dreams that they are telling you, yo, we could have did this. Why didn't you do it? What would you regret right now? That if you knew tomorrow was old, that was the end of the day for you, that this was lights out, that you are fading to black. That right now you knew within 48 hours, you will not be here anymore. What would you most regret? Maybe not reconnecting with a family member. Maybe not. Changing your perspective about things. I don't know what that is for you. I don't know what that is. But I will simply offer. That asking yourself what is important to me. Checking in with yourself. And evaluating, are you living right now or are you just alive? And then just future, you know, having a future forward thinking and just saying, yo, if if I was to pass, if if I was to be told that in three months I'm passing, what would I regret most right now? Go do it. Go do it. Because memento mori is real, I'm actually gonna get the coin. If you if you look it up online, if you look at the uh, the artwork for this episode, just a skull. But typically, you see a skull and it has like a rose and a tie and a little hourglass, because we're dying every moment, each moment, that little second. I'm I, while I'm doing this episode, I can look in the corner, and I can see that this is the 38 minute mark. In 37 seconds, 38, 39, that these precious ticks, these precious grains of energy and sand are gone. And I cannot rewind the clock back. So right now, think about yourself and say, if something was to happen to me and I was on my deathbed, what right now in this moment would I deeply regret? And if there is something there, then I charge you, challenge you to simply go do something about it. Because remember. You're going to die. So by you remembering that you're going to die, you equally can remember that you must live. That is the end of the show. You can catch each and every episode here on the Sea plan do show. I drop them weekly. All right, go back, binge watch all five seasons, get caught up. If you want to be a part of the show, if you want to be a vendor, you want to share your stories, your experiences, your goods, your services, your talents, your perspective. I'm always available for new guests. Come on the show. Shoot me a line. And as the guys always remember, as always, as I've said, at minimum five seasons, I've said this since I've started my podcasting journey. You are the most important person. You're the most important part of the show. You are. So until we see each other again. Because we'll see each other. again, Until we talk again, because we're going to talk. And until we share those special, special moments again. Because now we have to always remember, guys, to see what you want to do, to go ahead and plan that thing out and then simply do it, because remember, memento mori, all right? Same life coaching time, same, I'll catch you on the same life coaching time, same life coaching channel. Till next time, guys.